Well, hello, my brothers, and welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Manhood podcast. Again, I'm Andre Farrell, your host, guys, and it is a pleasure to come to you to give these messages, to deliver these podcast episodes, guys. Uh, whenever I come into this little studio area that I have here, I'm thinking about each and every one of you. I'm thinking about how the words that I say, how they can help you in your life, how they can help transform you, how they can help you become a better a husband, a better father, a better man, uh, better at your job, better at everything that you attempt to do, guys. So again, it is my pleasure uh, to be in your ear right now, <laughs> in your ear right now, talking to you about a topic that I know matters to men. And I know being a father is something that each and every one of us, if we are true men and we have children, we know that that it has to be like the most uh, proud area or proud time in our life when we became a father. Now, for you guys that don't have children, of course, you're still a man, right? You still can do manly things, but I got to talk to the guys now that want to be a, a dad or we're currently a dad. And I think every one of us, if we're in a room together, we can raise our hand high and testify that that is a proud moment. The moment that your children uh, come into the earth and when you're raising them, you will give everything that you have to take care of them, to bless them, to protect them, to watch over them. There's nothing that you will not do to help those little things, right? To help those little things that you brought into the earth. So today we're going to talk about the three things that children really need. And I... I um I named this uh, po podcast uh, episode the best daddy ever, and I'm gonna tell you guys a story here in a second on how I came up with that topic, um, with that name for for this episode. But guys, uh, we're gonna get into the three things uh, that children really only need. And I might end up giving you a bonus when who knows. Uh, but truly, guys, when you become a father, you take on a significant role. And I tell men all the time, when we become fathers, you really, really, truly find out how selfish you were, right? Before you were a parent, you just get up and go do, before, yeah, before you had children, you just get up and go do whatever you wanted to do, whenever you wanted to do it. Of course, if you're married, you had to consult or, or, or be in, be in um, respect of your wife when you did those things. But when children come in, it's something different. It hits different when you're away from the house all the time and know that your baby's there. It hits different when you know that, especially when they start growing a little older and they want to, and they're attached to you and they want to be with you all the time. Some of the hobbies that you used to have or some of the things that seem so important just don't seem important anymore. You just want to sit there on the couch with them in your lap or you want to see something uh, that they're doing. You want to attend their games or you want to, do something with that child. And I believe as a father that that is something that's awakened inside of us when we have children. Of course, their mom has their maternal instinct that kicks in and she starts nurturing them and, and her stuff starts to happen and all the chemical balances and stuff that happen for women. But for us guys, we know that it, it hits deep into our heart, the protecting and the loving and the rearing of our children. And 
we have a duty given to us by the by our father to see him as an example and then to do those same things for our children. And guys, I got to tell you, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to uh, be there for your children. And we, we work, we work every day. We have duties, we have responsibilities, we have bills to pay and life can be stressful. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen from somebody that is willing to admit that sometimes life gets hard, man. And when you start throwing kids in the mix of that, it can be uh, very, very exhausting. But I got to tell you, even that being said, there's nothing else quite like it. Quite like being a father. And we have to make sure that we're putting stressful situations away from our family. When you're stressed out at work, don't bring it home. When situations are coming your way, don't bring those things to your family. Believe me, guys, I've made those mistakes. I've had stressful times in my life, and I did not take time to detox and, and, and get myself right before I came home to my family, who had nothing to do with the things that were stressing me out. As a matter of fact, let me share a story with, with you guys. Um, I'm, not in, I'm not proud of this story at, at all, um, but I know that if it's gonna help, if it's gonna help one of you guys, I'm willing to be transparent and share this story. Uh, my my little girl Nadia, she's uh, I say little girl, she's 17 years old now and uh, about to go into her senior year of high school, so she's not a little girl anymore. But when she was a little girl, and I mean in that that three two to three year old range, um, I brought work home a lot. And I shouldn't have. Um, but what I would do with her, I was bringing my laptop in. I would sit on the couch. She would jump in my lap. And she would. we would hug and kiss on each other. And we would play and just talk a little bit. And, and she would get on the floor next to me and just play with her toys right there while I had my laptop in my lap working. That was like every single day. That's how it happened. That was our time together. And that's what she expected every day to come in with dad and, and love on him. And guys, how you many know? How many of you know this? It's not time. I mean, it's not, it doesn't take a long time for them before they get bored with you and they move on. But it would be maybe two, three, four, five minutes. And then she would sit by my, my side on the floor and play with her toys. And that was normal. But this particular day, I had an awful day at the office. Awful. I mean, stress to the max. Uh, seemed like my head was in a vice and somebody was turning the, the knob on each corner and it was just pressing me and I wanted to just uh, scream for uh, anger, right? Because I was so stressed out and I had a deadline to get a project in. Um, and that project, that deadline was coming fast. And I remember I came home and I was stressed. I told Tika, it's not a good day. I got to go and I got to take care of this stuff. And Nadia being that two to three year old baby, she didn't understand that, right? She saw daddy. So she was excited. I sat down on the couch and instead of letting her jump in my lap, I immediately put my laptop in my lap. And she looked at me like, you know, dude, you know, that's my spot, right? Dad, this is our time. Um, but so she tried to push the laptop away and try to get in my lap like she normally does. 
Uh, but I pushed her, uh, not pushed her down, but I, 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 I said, baby, look, I got to take care of this real quick. You and I have our time together here soon. Let me take care of this. And, uh, and I saw her face and I'm like, oh my God. And then, but that stress, take care of work, take care of work. And then she, she looked at me again and she tried to get in my lap again. And I yelled at her. I yelled at my little baby, my, my precious little girl. That looked at me like I'm the hero of the world. She looked at me and tears formed in her eyes. And guys, I got to tell you that it hit me, but because of the stress and the pressure that I was on, I'm like, I'll play with her in a minute. I got to take care of this for work. So I finished my work. And as soon as I got done, the Holy Spirit grabbed my heart and he pricked me. And he made me look at her. And I saw her down on the floor, not playing with her toys, just sitting there, just staring into space, looking like, what just happened? This was this is our time. This is my dad. I, I've been waiting to see him all day. And that was no way. There's no way I wanted my little girl to feel that way. And guys, when I say my heart was ripped in half, I, it, was, it was the most awful feeling that I've ever felt in my life. So I immediately told her, come here, baby. And she reluctantly got up and I put her in my arms and I squeezed and I hugged her tight and I repented to her and I apologized to her and I told her that daddy would never put work before her ever again. I loved on her. I hugged on her. I kissed on her. And she returned those hugs and those kisses. How many of you know, guys, that children are forgiving? I wish we would, as adults, keep that going in our lives as we become adults. But children are forgiving. I hugged on her. I played with her. I tickled her. And it's just, we got on the floor and played a little bit. And then she looked at me and she said these words, and I will never forget these words. She said, you're the best daddy ever. I'm like, what? I just brought tears to her eyes. I just disappointed her. And she told me, daddy, you're the, be you're the best daddy ever. I'm like, oh, my God. It was almost like a sense of more guilt <laughs> because of what I had just done. But it was also a sense of joy. Knowing that my baby girl got hurt by me, and within 30 minutes, she's already forgotten about it because I returned love to her. I spent time with her. And I let her know how much I love her. You know? So, guys, we got to always make sure that, you know, this is what even supposed to be part of this podcast. But, <laughs> but I think we needed, you guys needed to hear that. Because there's some man out there, one of you guys, you may be listening right now, that are putting work, putting hobbies, putting something in front of your children that you shouldn't be. And I'm going to tell you guys, if you want to be the best daddy ever in the eyes of your children, you got to put them first, man. You got to put them first. Now, that mean they take up all of your time, but the time that you give them, you got to be present and they got to feel it. So I've already hit on three of my three topics, but we're going to go over these three topics, guys, because I, I, I truly believe if you, 
enter into these three things with your children that you're going to see that you will be the best daddy ever in their eyes. Uh, now, I'm going to go ahead and assume as a man of Christ and a man that's following God that you're already teaching your children how to live for Christ. That's not going to be one of the three. I'm going to go ahead and give you the benefit of the doubt that you already know that you're supposed to be teaching your children how to follow Christ. You're going to be teaching them right versus wrong. I'm going to go ahead and just give you guys credit for that and say, hey, they got that down. They're doing that. But I want to make sure that you guys are doing these other three uh, with a bonus here at the end. So, number one, like I told you with Nadia, she wanted love. And that's what you have to give your children. You have to show them love by any means necessary. Do not pull love away from your children. And not that you're just giving it, but you have to let them feel that you're loving them. They have to not just know it, but they have to feel it. When they feel it inside of their, their spirit, they will be ready to take on the world. They will know that their dad has their back. They will know that there's nothing in this world that can touch them because their daddy loves them. So, man, you got to love your children. The second thing is you have to spend time with your children. They require time. And I tell people all the time, I've taken my children on all these vacations. I've taken them uh, different, spent uh, money, like thousands of dollars on trips, of course, right? And do you know they don't talk about any of that? What Nadia talks about is the times that I took her to the park. She talks about the time that I took her for ice cream. She talks about the time that we spent at Starbucks. She talks about the Christmas parties that we had at our house. She talks about those small things. But she very rarely talks about the big things. Dre is the same way. It's always the small things of when we had laughter, when we were joking and playing and uh, I was at his practice or something. It's always the small things. And not to say that you don't need to put in those larger times, but know this, that the time that you spend intimately with them is going to be what they remember. Okay, number three, guys, is you have to have words that build. How many of you know that your words, we talked this about, we've talked about this in a previous episode. Your words have power. And you need to use your words to build your children up and not tear them down. Because I don't know if you know this or not, your words have power to do both. Your power can absolutely, your words can absolutely destroy a child's life or it can build their life and they can truly become all that God called them to be. They can truly achieve greatness if you use words of affirmation, words that build them up and words of encouragement in their lives. Anything that you speak out of your mouth about your children, you got to almost say, it, and it is so. Say amen after it. So if, whenever you go to talk about your children, think about it. If I had to say amen behind what I just said, and we all know that amen means so be it. Are you saying that about your children? What are you saying? Not just to them, but about them. We have to make sure that we're saying words that are going to bring joy to their heart. That's going to be fulfilling to their heart. 
that's going to let them know that they are the greatest thing in your eyes and let them go on and do great things in life. And guys, I promise you a bonus. Uh, bonus thing for, for you raising your kids to become the best daddy ever. And this one is probably going to be tough for some people. And the, the kids hear about this one. They're like, uh, Andre said do that. <laughs> but guys, you have to discipline. Discipline your children. You have to discipline them if you love them. This world is cruel. This world is tough. And if a child is not living a life of discipline, they're going to be in a bad state in life. They're going to experience some hurtful times in life. So you as a parent, you have to set those boundaries and explain to these children or your children why you're disciplining them and then discipline them. You have to do it. Now, I'm not condoning beating children. I'm not condoning you just abusing children. But what, in every way that is effective for that child to learn that lesson, you need to implement that. Like I said, again, do not harm your child. There's a difference between spanking and beating. There's a difference between putting them on punishment and then putting them in jail, right? So, but guys, they will remember that loving discipline. Even God said he disciplined those we love. How many can say amen to that? And <laughs> when we were even as adults going around the wrong path, God will correct us because he loves us. Okay, guys, so the four things that you need to do to be the best daddy ever is to love your child, spend time with your child, build your child up with your words, and discipline your child. Guys, I hope this episode has done something to help you become a better parent, a better father. I know a lot of us didn't grow up with fathers that were absolutely doing it 100% correct. But you know, I believe this with everything in me, they, if they had have known, they might have done a little bit better. So this is a, an episode that's near and dear to my heart because this is one of the joys of my life is being Nadia and Dre's father. I didn't have a father that was so into me. He actually taught me exactly what not to be. Uh he, I, I truly believe he, he loved us, but he, he was not the father that he needed to be. I don't want to be that father. I don't want to be that grandfather. Whenever I start having grandchildren, which I told Dre, he's 23 now. I told him he got four more years, 27, before he can have any children and he better be married. So, guys, again, I hope this helps you guys because um, I know it's your dream to be a better father than your father was and his father before him. So guys, if you want to be the best daddy ever, implement these four principles into your life and you'll see greatness come out of your children. Guys, thank you for listening so good. We'll talk to you in the next episode.